that's time to go. All right, the feeling of feeling better awesomeness. McDonald's Monopoly. Did you know that was a scam? And uh, uh, winter's settling in. Yep. Six more weeks until... No, four more weeks. Spring Festival. Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Uh, I'm Steve Masursky, and if you can't tell, I'm still uh, plugged in the news. Nasally, if you will. Um, feeling a whole lot better compared to... Uh, not just yesterday, but especially a couple days ago, last week, uh, was Tuesday, I guess it was at this time last week where I was sort of given the heads up, like, yeah, uh, if you are, if you have a scratchy throat or anything, like, that's sort of like your, your first sort of volley of the virus of whatever it is going on, uh, so like a week ago, I did a three-mile run, um, like on Tuesday, and then by Wednesday morning, I'd woken up, and I was headache and body pains and everything, um, <clears throat> that, has pretty much all but dissipated. Um, feeling a lot better than I was um, before, and it's it's that glorious feeling of feeling healthy. Not just healthy of like, hey, I can think and not like move around with like all sorts of pains, and like I can I can move and like, wow, this is awesome stuff. The the optimism of life has returned and even this although I, I will admit this morning um I, I i was a little bit sort of melancholy i was because i was like i had to take work off again today i was like sitting there going oh why 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 there's always the the, the requisite sort of justification of like why aren't you working today i'm like well i don't know because like i don't feel good, you know, even though like as an expat, um, especially in the ESL industry, uh, you're sort of, um, the only reason why you're here is to work, bitch. So like, if you can't work, what the fuck are you doing here? I mean, they don't say that. We don't say that. People don't say that, but I just said it because that's exactly how it feels. And Honestly, um, that's kind of how it is. Uh, if you're not well enough to work, then what are you still doing here sort of thing, right? Um, it's sort of like um, the the whole idea is like we're paying you to do a job. And if you can't do that job, then maybe we should just find someone else. I'm sympathetic to this. I really am. Um, similar to like I'm sympathetic to the idea like when some when a company asks you well you should work from home and you're like okay okay so but I don't have a home because I, I I don't I can't own this place are you guys gonna pay my like part at least part of the rent and the company's like well no you're working from home you live there and I'm going well I stay here I don't live here there's a, I think there's a difference right like if you are married to a a national who has a residence and I don't know um, a property permit. Maybe it's a little bit different than someone who came here uh, and is sitting on a Z visa or a, a temporary visa, one year long visa that pays rent to a, a, an omniscient narrator who tells you whether or not you can actually stay in that location. You know, things like that sort of pop into mind. I know if you're not an expat. You're probably going, Steve, what the hell are you fucking going on about? And you're probably going, why are you even swearing about this? And I go, this is what it comes down to. It's like, as an expat, uh, we uh, a lot of our visas are attached to 
um, companies and jobs. Jobs to companies attached to jobs or attached to a company that mean that we are here for a specific reason. If we're not doing that thing, like so if you call in sick, for example, and your only job, like it's not like having an office job where you call in sick and you could, oh, well, you could you just do sort of this, that, or the other thing uh, as a part of your work purview, okay? Um, as part of the ESL industry, uh, we we have one job. That's it. You have one job. There's a, a Twitter uh, meme or account. You had one job. That That's all it is that we have here as expats. You have, you have one thing to do, and if you can't do it, Basically, it's like, then why are you still here? Like, what, what are we paying you for? Again, sympathetic to it. Again, I go, <laughs> if we're working from home, but we're expats on the visa that you sponsored, I can't, I, I can't help but wonder, go, is this fair trade? Uh, must be feeling better because if I'm joking around like that, uh, certainly it... Uh, is a question to be asked, uh, but yeah, feeling a lot better. I had a, um, the the top of the eyeballs, uh, like the you know, I don't know if you've ever had one of these massages. I, it's very difficult to find these decent massages. Like, uh, the the people, it's usually the uh, the facial massages. Um, so they'll they'll rub the top of your eyeballs for you, and it feels fantastic. And you might think, it's Stephen, that's so weird for you to say, and it's true. It's odd because no one ever talks about it but if you rub the top of your eyeballs and i'm talking like close your eyes look down and then rub the top of your eyeballs fantastic very muscular sort of relaxation sort of thing i'm talking it's it's bizarre at how much um tension is there and that tension i think for me especially uh, was sort of revealed during this recent virus bout, bout of the virus. Um, and I noticed that whenever I close my eyes like really hard or if I like I, I tried to cross my eyes and stuff like that, it, it would just, it, it was painful. It, it wasn't like, ow, 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 don't do that. It was more like, it, it was more like there was fingers pressing into my eye sockets that was uh, on the top of my eyeballs because they are very sensitive. Don't get me wrong. Like, you don't want to press too hard. But at the same time, you can press just enough that it feels like there's, you know, a pressure release, which is very relaxing. Um, and these massages, like, of course, you wouldn't want to trust just anyone with this sort of thing. You'd want to sort of have someone who you could actually go, okay, this person's not going to poke my eyeballs out or in or wherever, whatever it is. You know, facial massages um, usually don't do, um, they're not very hard. Like, they, they don't press very hard. Uh, but uh, this is something you can do with uh, you, your significant other, or whatever it is. Um, it feels pretty good, very relaxing, relieves headaches and everything. It's a pressure point. But um, yeah, it, it really, I don't remember a lot of people, or I don't recall a lot of people talking about pressure on the top of your eyeballs. Not your eyelids, your eyeballs, where you press the top of your eyeball and you're like, wow, that feels very sensitive. I feel that. It's kind of like rubbing your eyes the same thing but yeah this uh this uh recent virus has sort of opened me up to that i'm going wow that is um didn't think it was going to be that serious right 
But overall, feeling a lot better. No doubt you can hear it in my voice, hear it in my animation and everything. Animation voice, voice animation, whatever it is. Hopefully by tomorrow, uh, the nasally uh, passage and everything are gone. Um, and also, the the other thing to, to, to say is that um, the connection issues are gone as well, which makes life just a little bit easier. It really does. Uh, it's not like you're sitting here going, oh, I got nothing else to look at. And of course, all your creative projects are looking at you going, oh, you could work on me. <laughs> and you are sitting there looking at your creative projects back and going, but I don't want to. So, because that always finishes a creative project faster than a deadline, right? <laughs> Giving them a raspberry. McDonald's Monopoly. Do you remember this? Okay, so uh, I'm, of course, I'm dating myself. Uh, but uh, you youngins, anyone under the age of 20, uh, 19 would not, uh, uh, sorry, under the age of, wow, I guess it's under 21, you would not have ever played this game. Under the age of 26 and, or probably 28. And you probably won't even remember this happening. So McDonald's Monopoly was this um, game. Like, you know the game Monopoly. And you know the brand name uh, McDonald's. This world war, this world global global arches or golden arches or whatever it is. Um, so they played this game uh, Monopoly for many, 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 many years. Um, and I specifically remember it when I was in high school. Uh, not so much, was it junior high as well? It must have been because it started in 1987 or 1989, around there, and ended in 2001. Now, I didn't know this. I didn't know this, but the entire time, the whole time that I was supersizing and upgrading and, uh, buying these, uh, cups and, like, uh, whatever's and fries uh, and all that, um, that with the idea that you could not so much that you could win a million dollars because there there was that prize but you could win a car you could win all these things you know just the chance to win something as a kid right it'd be kind of cool you know in my small hometown not so small a small hometown but in my hometown you know prairies of manitoba prairies of canada oh you know could this be the winner the whole t- it was a it was a farce it was completely set up it was completely rigged it was, there was no way in hell you were actually going to win anything because it wasn't McDonald's scamming you. It was the marketing agency, the guy in charge of the security for the marketing agency that McDonald's had hired to run the promotion that was ripping everybody off. Holy shit, did not know this. Documentary came out 2020 uh, on HBO. You can watch it. It's called McMillions. Fantastic expose of what was going on um, right from the uh, not. I get yeah. I guess right from the get go, they they talked to the guy's brother-in-law who in 1989 received a ticket, a sticker, um, Monopoly piece that gave him twenty five thousand dollars basically, um, and he kept on doing this throughout. Up right up until I guess it was two thousand one, and the 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 very bizarre part, uh, the very sad part is that I guess in two thousand late two thousand the the FBI the United States FBI sort of caught on to this they got a tip off or whatever, 
um, that uh, a bunch of people who were very conveniently connected to each other uh, through family ties were winning these uh, these prizes. And uh, yeah, I get in 2001, McDonald's and the FBI can, uh, decided to run the, the, the contest one more time with the idea that it was going to be infiltrated, that it was a corrupt sort of uh, venture, but that in order to do it, they would catch uh, the, the culprit. And so I'm watching this, this documentary, McMillions, and it's, it's fa- fascinating. You can, you don't have to watch the documentary. You can read it. You can Google this. You can probably even buy, do it. Any number of things. Um, you can read up about the, Mac, uh, the McDonald's Mac, monopoly scam that happened. And this was huge because McDonald's was like, the fuck, are you kidding me? This can't, what the, wait, they actually wanted it to be an actual thing, right? And I'm thinking, like, back in, at this time, McDonald's, McNopoly, this was your springtime sort of um, promotion, right? You supersize, you get two stickers. You only, If you only go with the regular size, you get one sticker, right? Same with the fries. And I remember going to McDonald's at this time uh, with the idea that you'd, you'd collect these because you'd get free sort of burgers and uh, fries and stuff like that and drinks so I mean it wasn't always a complete loss it was kind of fun at the same time but uh, the whole monopoly board uh, idea that you'd have that it was sort of very interactive in that sense and now I'm not gonna lie finding this out I'm a little bit disappointed <laughs> like you got are you kidding me I want my I'd almost say I want my money back but uh, at the same time I go I faintly recall, maybe this is anachronistic, I'm throwing back here, maybe, 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 someone had said to me, yeah, it's all rigged, you know, you're not going to win unless you know, Um, which, but as a kid, you you hear that, you kind of go, you still think that you can beat the system, right, Um, because that's what kids do especially young young guys they're like you don't know me i can beat the system <laughs> the system's like ah <laughs> uh, that's good that's funny uh but uh you know looking back at the time monopoly was your springtime promotion i remember um do you remember like batman like when that 1989 batman came out but then when the 1992 Batman came out, Batman Returns, still with Michael Keaton as Batman, um, and they did the whole promotional sort of push for that. That was a huge one. And then Batman Forever. But, and then also Dick Tracy. That was another big one that I remember the big promotional efforts of McDonald's. No, so, Steve, like, why are you following all this McDonald's nostalgia? Get over it. You're an old man. Um, this is for kids. You know, you know it's going to be rigged. You know it's going to be a scam. I guess I'm just kind of thinking back at that point going, uh, and, and this is, there's a couple of things that sort of stick out in my mind. Number one, so there's all these promotions that sort of bring me back to my, my childhood. So Batman, Dick Tracy, Monopoly, um, Super Mario Brothers, right? The Super Mario Brothers, um, when Super Mario Brothers 3 came out, McDonald's had this sort of, uh, not sort of, they had this promotion where you can get one of these four toys, uh, part of your Mc- Happy Meals, right? And so this 
the company that is responsible for the McDon- uh, for the Monopoly game, and that got busted for it, uh, or the guy who got busted for it worked for this uh, this company. They were the ones responsible for the McHappy Meals in, in general and putting the toys in those those McHappy Meals. I'm like, like thinking back to you know, as a kid, going to McDonald's after swimming lessons in the summer, it was because it's right across the swimming pool sort of thing. Um, you didn't really think anything of it. And then the, I guess the other the set of toys that sort of really uh, bring me back to that time are the, uh, and I'm not sure in Britain, like if you guys had the same sort of um, uh, releases the toy releases that we had in Canada, and the United States. The United States had always had the really cool stuff. Canada kind of got the secondhand stuff, um, but we had the um, uh, not the figurines like the hamburger, hamburgerler, uh, Ronald McDonald's, and all those guys. I remember the Sesame Street uh, figurines; they were involved at some point. But the ones that I also remember are the the personifications of the McDonald's. Meal. So they had the French fries, the hamburgers, the Big Macs, uh, the drink, and they had something else. I can't remember, but those were very cool because they were they were multi part. So it wasn't just one solid piece, right? It was a few different parts that you could put together. So if you had two or three different um, hamburger toys, you could swap the pieces and everything. I know nostalgia of an old man, but. Uh, Thinking back, going, wow, I mean, that does take me back. Number one. Number two, um, fuck you, it was a scam. Number three, you're going, uh, what's a scam now sort of day, what sort of thing? And keep in mind where you live, right? Uh, so all these sort of things, you kind of have to laugh a little bit uh, and appreciate the fact that, you know, these are just sort of uh, chance happenings that um, you're not going to bet your life savings on, right? 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 Right, you're not giving anybody twenty thousand dollars cash to give you a winning piece. Ah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, de- certainly not. De- definitely not at all. I trade the stock market instead. That's so much safer. <laughs> oh goodness, because that one at least is not rigged as much. It's fucking rigged. You just have to learn to buy the ones with dividends the difference between like vegas monopoly games and uh, the stock market is that when you buy a stock with a dividend payout at least that money goes into your account i mean that's probably the biggest difference i can tell people about the stock market uh in terms of um risk reward that you can find those things, especially with like the Dow Jones Industrial, the uh, your, so all your blue chip stocks and stuff like that, of which McDonald's is a part, and Coca-Cola, of which Warren Buffett, the Mr. Congenial Man of the uh, popular mainstream investing sentiment, he owns Coca-Cola. He never bought Apple. I mean, he might have even sold it, actually, his, his shares in, sold in, uh, in Apple. Uh, but the idea being that um, you could actually earn dividends uh interest would be from your bank but dividends would be from your stocks quarterly monthly whatever annually doesn't matter but at least that's one of the big differences anyway yeah so that was today's uh big revelation also feeling a whole lot better and i'll tell you 
actually, there's one other thing I, I got to mention in terms of um, this whole sickness thing and having a headache. So this morning, feeling uh, not so much downtrodden, yeah, a little bit, you know, malaise, a little melancholy, um, having a bit of a uh, a forehead headache, and I'm going. I didn't want to look at the screens anymore, like even a cell phone screen, iPad screen, whatever screen. I was going, I have this headache. I'm like, well, how do I, like, I don't want to take drugs because it doesn't seem like it's a drug headache, like um, the uh, the painkillers I was having before. It's not like a ibuprofen sort of necessity. It's like, what else could I do? And one of the things I actually found that helped was reading a paperback book. Just... I have a couple here. Oh, I have lots here. I'm not gonna lie, um, and so I spent much of the morning reading uh, paperback books, not looking at the computer screens. And I'll tell you, that seemed to help at least just a little bit, taking the pressure off the eyes. Um, whether it's like a, a doctoral fix or medical fix or whatever it is, don't know, don't care. All I know is that uh, what was I, I spent the day reading. Um, the Conclusion to Walden by Henry David Thoreau. I read some of Bill Bryson's The Body. And then I also read the uh, the book that I'm working on right now, uh, The Art of Language Learning, which I'm trying to uh, assemble into a not embarrassing kind of quasi-guide and structural manual on how to learn a foreign language. Though it doesn't have to be English. It could be anything that uh, you sort of want to learn. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to take a look at this document uh, documentary, Make Millions, um, highly recommend it, especially if you're, I don't know, somewhere around the age of 40 and grew up with the whole uh, McDonald's monopoly sort of idea. Um, and you're like, hmm, why didn't I ever win anything? Well, now you know why. It was a scam the entire time put on by the marketing agency who was in charge of the pieces. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Show notes and tracks uh, and vids up on my website, stephenserski.com. Hope you're well. Hope you're feeling well, keeping warm and healthy out there. All the best, folks. We will talk again. Have a good one. Bye bye. <laughs>